0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god part, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dumb Dumbs and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com people slash dumb dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com people slash dumb dumb dice. Get your merch Today.
2: Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of Blood Keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. Ah, ah, ah. The cautery faced certain death and somehow ended up with something worse. Iris escaped a trap, but accidentally sent Harvey to a watery grave before Ridley embraced him and turned him into a kingdom. Everett swore vengeance against Billy, and a stranger seems to have led the beasts elsewhere, leaving Billy to his dark fate. Abandon hope, all ye who listen
3: here. Iris, as you run down this, um, sort of sewer tunnel, um, you kind of have um, a, a flash of, uh, of foresight. Um, this is uh, again a thing that just occasionally uh, happens to you now as as part of your your powers. Um, and you just see for a split second um, Everett gets sliced in half um, cleanly through the center. Um, and uh, you're kind of blinking this horrific image out of your uh, out of your eyes, uh, and it's weird because when you saw that he had Harvey over his left shoulder, but he's carrying Harvey over his right. Um, as the three of you, kind of like four of you, I guess, with Harvey, um, intrepidly make your way after Billy, uh, and then with horror you see Everett shift uh, Harvey onto his left shoulder. I take out a pair of scissors and I start running.
4: <laughs>
0: Um, I... uh, uh, Gotta uh, stop me. (laughs) Everett, Everett, stop, stop, please stop. I don't, I don't, don't ask to explain it. I just had this image of you getting sliced in half with Harvey over your left shoulder. Be very aware that something might slice you in half in the next immediate future. Uh,
3: what, what, what sliced me in half?
0: I don't know. And
3: as you say that, a swing blade um, falls from the ceiling uh, and slashes the back of your, your coat, um, narrowly missing um, Harvey's face, um, and then clanging into the, the side um, of the uh, the small passageway uh, because there's no, like, cool indents or anything because this wasn't built as a weird death trap. It's just a weirdly repurposed sewer. It wasn't built as a death trap? (laughs) Yeah, you just hear Billy say, Ha-ha! The Hall of Knives shall show you what's what, I hope. Did did, did it show any of you what's what? Still here. Oh, can you take four steps forward, please? No. All all right. I'm standing where you wanted. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to have to trust you on this, though. You, You wouldn't lie to me, right? You, you've already uh, caused me a tremendous amount of trouble.
1: Uh, why would I ever
3: lie to you? You know, We really just want to make sure you get a good job report, so take your shot. All right. Well, I mean, you threatened to rip out my spine, so... I ah, fuck you! Um, and then, like, four more blades come swinging uh, kind of from down the hall and just kind of clang ineffectually off the walls. Oh, yeah. oh, no! I'm dying! Everyone else do what he says. Maybe you're strong
1: enough to survive the knives in your body. Uh,
3: don't worry, some oxyclean'll get that out.
2: <laughs>
3: I'll see the rest of you in the hall of eyes. Uh and then you hear him fumble with his mic like an idiot. There's a lot of like <laughs> And I just take a bow and gesture the other two forwards.
0: Can we slap chop that little wiener?
3: You have a bunch of knives now. Uh, So these blades are are big. Uh, They're probably too big to carry with you, Um, but they are just hanging from the ceiling. Okay. Um, Seeing
4: how they're deployed, is there any way to kind of now know
3: when there's more coming? Um, You get the sense. uh, You can see they all seem to be... um, uh, rigged up with magnets, so there's kind of some kind of magnetic apparatus that Billy was just clicking off to make them swing down. Okay, um, but they really are just affixed by uh, chain. So there's um, looking along the ceiling, you can see that he's launched all but one.
4: Okay, and we see the chain for the final one.
3: 100 percent. You yeah. see the blade, okay. like it's it's oh, just okay. along along the ceiling. You just okay. missed them the first time because it's it's a big enough hallway that you were just you weren't looking for Tomb Raider traps. Right.
4: Right. Okay. Well, then, uh, yeah, Everett's ready to, to press on. He'll say uh, a quick thank you to both um, Iris and Ridley um, for both of their work just now. Uh, Ridley will just,
1: like, run the hand over his neck, like, cut, cut, and then point to himself and make it, like, ugh, tongue out, dead face. Uh, thank you, Iris,
4: and uh, thank you, Ridley. Your sacrifice uh, was uh, will up. not will not be in vain, I guess. And just like shrug and walk, walk down the, 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 sewer.
3: Great. Um, so, um, when you make it to the final blade, um, it, uh, is released just kind of as you approach it. Um, and, uh, you hear Billy over the mic, just be like, ha ha, bet you didn't see that one coming. You won't see anything after my hall of eyes. What happens in the hall of eyes? I just look at the groupie and I'm like, oh, maybe. <laughs> you die! And then he fumbles his mic. And you actually hear um, uh, Baby Got Back as a ringtone. Um, and um, you you hear him uh, kind of away from the mic um, answer. And he um, says, oh, oh, oh uh, hello, sir. Um, yeah, no, um. Yeah, yeah, obviously I tried to cut the strong one off from the group, like like I showed you in my... Di- yes, well, no, they, they figured it out. Yes, they solved the puzzle. Uh, yes, they killed one. I, I I I know, I was surprised too. Yes, she did show up. Yes, she was very upset. Now you're upset. Okay, uh, look, uh, look, I just killed one of them in my, my Hall of Blades. Um, we'll get the rest of them in, in the Hall of Eyes and you can question them or, or, or torture them or whatever you want to do. Please look, Elias. I, I promise. I, I'm, I'm going to get these guys. I, I'm going I'm to prove that, that I'm, I'm, I'm worthy of, of joining you down here. Okay. All right. Billy May's out. Okay. Okay. Bye. Ha 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 ha! Hall of eyes.
4: Everett will just say, like quietly, like, "Wait, is he? Is he just Billy May's?" He might be. She shrugs. Guess that's what happened to that guy,
0: huh? Gaunt with frosted tips,
4: and uh, he'll carry on down the the sewer tunnel.
1: Yeah, I think Ridley's going to do more like slightly further back, skulking like he's in reserve, so he doesn't get
3: sure. spotted. Um, all right, so you um, come to a um, a large room that seems to be um, uh, for the first time, kind of uh, off. It's a little bit off the uh, the sewer. And it's um, kind of a a large, um, seems to almost be like a pump room. There's sort of a lot of vertical um, pumps and things. But most notably, um, A, it seems to be the only way forward. B, uh, it is decked out floor to ceiling in mirrors. Is there any sewer trash nearby? Yep.
4: I just want to pick something up. Sorted garbage everywhere. I just want to pick something up and toss it into this hall of mirrors.
3: Um... Sure. So um, as uh, you toss it in and you can see it reflected in, in a number of, of uh, places um, and a crossbow bolt comes flying out of uh, the darkness in, inside this large room. Um, again, like think of this as it's not like he hung up a bunch of mirrors, it's like broken shards at various angles and a lot of them are, are suspended. So you can tell the room was at some point a large high ceilinged, kind of two story pump room. Um, But now, because of the way these mirrors have been arranged, uh, it's very easy, seemingly, for someone to move between them if you know where to go. So a crossbow bolt flies out uh, and uh, pins some of the trash uh, to a wall. Hmm. Well, I guess we could
4: spend the next, you know, 45 minutes just throwing garbage into this room until they run out of bolts or... I mean, Harvey's not looking too good. We got to kind of get him to safety does anyone want to try this uh obstacle course here
1: you look to the side ridley's back pretending that he's yeah. dead so he's yeah. not there
0: <laughs> i i i i maybe but my my abilities i'm i'm a little bit clumsy so i'm it might need back well, backup
4: all right uh Grab some trash then, <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll try and throw some more stuff into the room to see if you can set off more of the the trap.
3: Sure. And um, Iris, I'm going to get you to roll me a um, a wits or resolve and awareness, please. You can choose whether you want wits or resolve. It really depends on how you think Iris would approach this. If it's uh, fuck this nonsense, I'm just going to walk in. Then it's resolve. If it's I'm going to try and like reach out with my Prestid- no, it's not prestidigitation, Jesus. Uh, uh, precog abilities and kind of like try and Catherine Zeta Jones in Entrapment your way through it. Then it's wits.
0: I mean, it's the same either way. So might as well try to use my precog abilities.
3: Cool.
1: That's- that piece of trash. It becomes president. <laughs>
3: <laughs> It'd be an upgrade.
0: Three
4: successes.
3: Hey-oh. Uh, all right, three successes. Very good. Um, <clears throat> so, Miles, you, you move into this room, and um, it's uh, it's almost a happy death day scenario where you keep constantly catching visions of yourself getting shot. Um, so you keep using that to kind of, like, not entirely dodge um, the bolts, but enough so that they're just, like, you know, it, it like, gims across your face or, like, hits you in the shoulder, but it's 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 a pain in the ass, but it's not mortal. Um, nothing's dropping you. It's not actually damaging you, um, per se, just for flavor's sake. Um, and Iris, you start to realize that um, this isn't, like, an Indiana Jones multi-crossbow setup. Um, someone is actually firing these from inside here.
0: Can I locate them?
3: Um, go ahead and rule me a... We'll say um, Insight and Intelligence, please. And Everett, can you please roll me a uh, an Awareness and Wits? Oh, you'll, you'll love to see it.
4: On two, three... Four, five, six, seven.
0: (laughs) Sorry, that didn't, I'm going to roll out again because it kind of fell all over the place.
1: Meanwhile, just mirror shards are glittering and And Ridley's just standing there. (laughs) Yeah, he's leaning against the wall thinking, I'm dead, I'm dead. But in hawk, no, I'm not dead. I fucking catch someone.
0: I have four, four successes
4: and five successes for Everett.
3: Okay, shit. Um, Iris, you basically are triangulating. Um, I think we're going to say that you basically, once you realize that you're getting these glimpses of where the attacks are coming from, you start to use it tactically to kind of narrow down where someone could be shooting from. Also knowing that someone is darting between these things, presumably if you just kind of start moving them towards a corner, eventually they're going to hit the back wall. Um, and so you're kind of like ducking under mirror shards and, uh, you can hear like some, some furtive scrambling as, uh, someone starts to get a bit desperate. Everett, um, as you continue to throw trash and kind of, um, watch Iris's back, um, something catches your eye on the ceiling um, and you see a pale shape with extraordinarily long forearms very slowly clawing its way across the ceiling. Shoot it! Above me or above Iris? Above Iris.
4: I, Tom, I'll need a ruling from you on this. Am I out of ammo? I'll give you one bullet because I'm a nice guy. All right. Uh, yeah, last shot. I'll raise up my
3: firearm and try and shoot this thing off the ceiling. All right, go for it. Uh, roll me a firearms and, um, I feel like this might be resolve rather than dexterity. Okay. Um, unless you think this is a, well, let me ask you, is this a quick shot or is this like a, are you doing like a quiet, like I'm taking aim or is it just, oh shit. It sounds like it's an oh shit. It's I'm watching Iris, I'm watching Iris, and then
4: something catches my eye above. It's like,
3: dear Lord, and I just... Yeah, okay, then uh, go with Dex, please.
4: Okay. Uh, Two decks. Where did firearms go? There you are, three. Okay, great.
3: One success, one crit. Okay. Um, so you um, wing this thing uh, in the shoulder, um, and uh, you see it um, drop. But as it does, it seems to be grabbing um, mirror, like the the cables that are holding the mirror shards up, uh, and almost like vining its way through them as it comes down. Um, Iris, you've pretty much cornered. Um, the crossbow person who you can definitely hear is going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit oh god, why are these things so hard to reload why didn't I just bring a fucking gun Um, and uh, you see, kind of for the first time as the the mirror shards separate um, Billy, who is a um, uh, a, 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 you know in your heart of hearts, you just wanted these these, uh, mirror shards to part and to see Billy Mays, just big barrel chested, Mm -hmm. big black beard, uh, Billy Mays Um, but, uh, the fellow on the other side is, uh, in fact, a, a scrawny, um, kind of pale guy, uh, with a really unfortunate attempt at a mustache. Um, and he's wearing, like, uh, just kind of a a Best Buy blue, um, polo shirt that's kind of stained, uh, and he's got a fanny pack, um, with some crossbow bolts sticking out of it, uh, and what looks like a map stuffed into it, uh, and, um he uh, he just kind of looks up at you uh, with kind of beady eyes and he's like, aha, you solved my hall of mirrors and eyes. You have won your freedom. Ta-da.
0: Can I grab him by the throat?
3: You sure can.
0: Okay, so I do and I squeeze <laughs> a little.
3: Ah. to make him wheeze um and he says your your mortal powers are no match for me for i am kindred
2: a child of batista the strongest of all vampire lords
1: and behind her ridley just steps out of the shadows and says oh is he because i'm pretty sure that i ripped his fucking arms off and beat him to death with him so how about you and i have a little talk we'll let her hold you because she's quite capable do you know who's eating a werewolf's heart when they're still alive
3: uh. <laughs> um, and with that, uh, the creature from the ceiling drops. Um, Iris, um, a think like um, a uh, incredibly like um, like Bruce Lee level, um, slight but ripped um, figure drops um, down through the shards of, of mirror, uh, and your precog abilities kick in just a second before he hits. Um, his forearms are twice the length they should be. Uh, and the hands at the end, um, uh, kind of end in talons. Uh, and, um, uh, even for a kindred, this, this, this guy is, uh, is a a sight to be seen. Like we're, we're talking like full Nosferatu face. So just like black eyes, pointed teeth, um, the whole, the whole shebang. Um, and he is dropping, uh, you can see, um, uh, there's blood, uh, from a gunshot wound in his, in his chest. Um, but, uh, he's kind of dropping, uh, almost the way, if you've seen how bats hang with their claws, kind of that level of, of reaching with these long arms, uh, kind of falling through the air towards you. What do you do?
0: Um, I will throw Billy at it.
3: Well, not right now, but, you know. Um, so in a swift motion, uh, you just turn, and with um, strength that you didn't really know you had, um, but that you've been feeling particularly since you ate that werewolf, um, you fling Billy um, at uh, this creature, and... Um, and uh, Ridley, I assume you kind of drop into a, a, a brawling stance as, as yeah. you like to do. So Iris, you do that and then sidestep. And together these two figures just kind of like like fall through between the two of you. Um, and the uh, the creature from the ceiling um, seems to just like fully have his incredibly odd distended arms around um, Billy. Uh, and you just hear him say...
2: Oh, yes, William of Maze, you fucked up very badly and the spider will bring you to Elias for judgment. And then uh, he twists
3: his head at like a real odd angle around to look at um, the two of you Uh, and he does what uh, seems to be uh, what passes for a grin, which really just looks like more mouth and teeth. Um And uh,
2: he just says, uh, this spider is eternally in your debt for helping me capture William of Mays. I was quite vexed by his haul of blades, but you seem to have passed it. You have my thanks.
3: Uh, and then he rips one of Billy's arms off and tosses it to you. And he just says, trophies. Ah, fun. Um, and then he starts to climb the wall uh, and Billy is just screaming. being like, help me! Help me, new friends! Bye! Well,
1: yeah, I was going to say, I mean, now we've got his fingerprints, so we can look up who the fuck he is to figure the rest out. I thought we just let him go fuck himself. Thoughts? Yep. That seems fine. I have more
4: questions, though.
0: Yeah, but I'd rather
1: not... um, Well, Billy, I'm afraid you failed to solve our spider puzzle, so how about you shove your head up your ass? (laughs)
3: Um, The spider nods back at you and says, Ah, I will see if he can pass that puzzle. Um, And um, as he exits, he does look down at you, Everett, um, and with, uh, again, a finger that's like twice the length a finger ought to be. He just gives you like a tisk tisk Um And uh, he'll flick uh, the bullet out of his chest um, kind of down to the ground and says, human weapons are for cowards and cattle. Do better, kindred. Uh, and then he'll skitter off across the, the ceiling uh, with Billy screaming and bleeding the whole way.
4: I'll give him the uh, two fingers to the eyes and then out to you and just say, I'll see you later.
3: Um, and uh, the spider says something in that raspy voice, but he's far enough away that, like, he talks too low. So he's just can hear. <sighs> um. All right, so we may have to kill him at some point, but I
1: do like the spider just coming off the whole top thing. You know, he seems capable. Same enemies. No one likes belly. It's kind of thumbs up all around.
4: He looked like he was seizing up to attack Iris. He was right on
1: top of her.
0: But I was also on top of
1: Billy. Well, you know what? I think this might be one of those scenarios. We'll believe you about this, and I think you should believe us about killing that werewolf, because I think what we're seeing here is that everyone's having these little Black Cross incidents that ain't quite so ideal.
4: I mean, that seems like some kiddie playground logic. Don't agree with me if you don't agree with me.
1: I'll try to bring the group together, and you just don't want to be friends. Okay. Okay. Shall we get off to an hospital? And by hospital, I mean realistically a coffin in my basement. I was really hoping we could put Billy in the trunk and him in a coffin and I just sleep under a tarp like the old days. But, you know, you can have a coffin. I can sleep in a box, you know, be nicer to the guest.
4: I'll, I'll shift Harvey's weight on my shoulder and then kind of look at, at Ridley and and, and ask. Uh, so in the end, he, uh, he asked you to do it, huh?
1: No, I yelled up to you that it was inconclusive. He didn't answer and then Iris told me that I had to do it. So I did it and it didn't feel good. And I don't particularly like it because now I'm responsible for him. I I don't know what you guys got in a way of speeches afterwards, but what I know is my sire has like a weird pull over me whenever I'm around. So now I've got a weird pull over like baby Arv here. And I mean, I can't date him. There's going to be some sort of strange compulsion issue that I'd cannot deal with in terms of romantic entanglement. Way too confusing. And imm- immoral. There's a power structure involved. So now I've got to raise off. I'm going to be a dead. I mean, I feel responsible for him too. sir,
3: Sorry, what was that, Miles? Never mind. <laughs> Iris mutters something to herself um, just watching all of this unfold. Um, so, having successfully uh, <laughs> defeated Billy's maze. Um, you um, continue to make your way through the the, the sort of mirror room um, and uh, actually out through a back exit into very happily, particularly for you, Iris, a um, kind of like a almost like a locker room. Like you're finally getting back to some bastions of like places people could be. Um, from there, uh, you kind of make your way. And you, you do notice, I will say, there are corpses from time to time of, like, various uh, city workers. Um, but uh, the further out you get, um, you uh, you actually kind of uh, come up a flight of stairs um, and uh, find yourselves in an office. Like, there's sort of a long hallway with a couple offices and then a large meeting room. Um, in the large meeting room, you can see um, Billy had clearly done a lot of his prep here. So there's kind of some diagrams um, taped up about kind of places he could set this. Um, And it really, it it really does look like a production. Like he, he's clearly been at this for a while. Um, But with a quick cursory look, um, you know, there's no like fucking journal that just happens to have all the details of who he was working for and why. Um, But uh, you have heard the name um, Elias the whale. Uh, You've heard the spider and you've heard of muse. So yeah, I, you have... I hold up
1: like three pages and I'm like, I don't know. These can either be really useful or not useful at all. It's really going to come down to the interpretation of the clues. What do you think, Everett? It's a Cosmo quiz. It's a Cosmo quiz. Well, you know, Billy didn't seem like the smartest guy, so maybe this is actually the key. Maybe there's a code of some kind. I don't know. I'm not a detective. I am. It's a Cosmo quiz. So I should put it back. Is what you're saying? You can do whatever you want with it. I'll keep it. Okay, I, I give it. I give it to Iris.
3: All right. What about this clue? And what's he holding up now? <laughs> um, this time it is actually. Uh, it looks like a like a manifest of, of like weird Amazon orders. One would need to create a a hall of blades. Oh, now hold on a minute.
4: And I want to investigate that for things like a delivery address. Mm-hmm. or account information, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, see, I knew it was good. Who's so fucking clever now? Uh, and then I sit down because he feels like Ridley's like come out ahead on
3: his bullshit <laughs> guild, So he's just going to back off now. Uh, so, uh, Everett, it is a P.O. box um, located um, just kind of at a uh, a PharmaPrix, the French Shoppers Drug Mart uh, downtown. Um so yeah, it, it it seems it's definitely a place you could check out. Um, odds are, like it, it's it's not necessarily like a secret base, but it's definitely a, a location that um, is certainly linked to his finances and presumably to him. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll pocket that. I'll hang on to that. I think we can safely say you like if you want to sweep a bunch of this shit into a bag just so you you have it for later, um, you can like grab a bunch of docs. I, Iris, I think. Um, given kind of your interest in puzzles in general, I think it's fairly easy for you to just kind of eyeball this and be like, Oh, uh, well, I mean, like you've, you've had experience at large scale events and all sorts of shit. So I think it's easy to just be like, Oh, these three things are, I mean, like Everett's obviously looking for manifests, that sort of thing. But I think you're able to just comb it for, Oh yeah. If Emily was going to build this, these are the things Emily would. Do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you just pack all that shit up. Um, and uh, you find, like, a spare fanny pack. Uh, it seems he had a backup one just in case his good one got ruined. Um, but uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot here. Uh, so having looted the room and kind of got some some evidence and some clues, um, you make your way uh, sort of further up and out of the sewers. Um, and uh, you um, find yourselves, um, after kind of going up a ladder, uh, in a... Um, It feels like there's, like, a bunch of boxes stacked, um, almost looks like a bunch of retail delivery-type stuff. Um, uh, You're in some kind of storage room uh, in what is likely uh, the sort of uh, underground city, which is um, Montreal's kind of, like, in Toronto it's the path, but they basically have an interconnected uh, underground mall system um, that you can kind of use year-round. Yeah. Everett, can you please roll me a? Uh, bu- 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 bu, what's it gonna be? I'll say, fuck! I hate that I have to do this. Uh, investigation. Okay. And um, first skill. I know, yeah. right? He's he's really got to struggle with it. Uh, and uh, let's go with
2: wits, please. All
4: right. Need to assign. This one will be the hunger die. Uh oh, not great. Um, out of eight dice, three successes. Sorry, four successes. Better. Okay, four successes.
3: All right, that's really not not bad actually. Um, you remember uh, when you got your briefing um, from Ellen uh, about uh, the Sabat. Uh, the um, the sort of covens that um, have always been in in opposition to the Camarilla, um, that she'd warned you about something called an underground city, which, again, seemed like crazy weird bullshit you would never encounter. But looking around and thinking about it, um, you realize that, A, you guys haven't really encountered any Sabbat since you arrived. Count Batista claimed he might have been involved, but he also kind of seemed like he was doing his own thing. Um Ellen did say that um, a lot of the Sabbat had left um, uh, North America to go fight in Ghana, the end of the world, theoretically, Uh, though she thought that was bullshit, but they seem to believe it uh, in the Middle East. So there haven't been, despite Montreal being a Sabbat stronghold, you haven't found many, uh, but this does seem to be a fairly uh, Sabbat-heavy area, based on, on what you remember.
4: That would lead me to conclude that the Spider and Elias the Whale are Sabbat. That is correct.
3: And are therefore
4: in direct opposition of what we're trying to do here. Yep. Okay.
3: Well, uh, in theory. The other thing is um, the Sabbat are... In the same way there's a lot of, like, uh, dissension within the Camarilla, the Sabbat are not are no longer united.
2: Okay. Um,
3: and the person who would have been able to do that uh, died in the CN Tower uh, attack. So who knows, but probably. If there's a power okay. structure that exists in, in Montreal, it's probably Sabat. Okay. Thank you. No worries.
4: i out of ink. There we go.
3: Uh, so with that, you make your way to the door and uh, Iris to your absolute delight beyond it. um, You can hear the soothing sounds of people going about their shopping business. Um, And uh, you open the door um, into an underground mall. You smell fried food on the air from a a food court that is inexplicably nowhere near you, but still kind of lingers in the air. Um, You see tasty, I mean, uh, mortals, you know, respectable folks, uh, moving furtively around, uh, this place is is vaguely dingy. Uh, it's a little dark. Um, Ridley, I mean, this just the, all of this screams ambush. Points to you, like yeah. I think Ridley very...
1: would just reach out and like close the door again and mm-hmm. be like, okay, so there's people out there who seem relatively normal. We're all stripped naked in broken clothing, soaked in blood and shit, and we're vampires. So. My vote would be let's wait until like four in the morning when it probably slows down and we can get the fuck out of here. Or did you see a phone? Um,
4: there don't appear to be any uh, lockers or anything behind this back here. Us, is there? no. No, no. Then uh, ever would say, uh, waiting sounds like as good a plan as any right now.
1: Hope Harv can hold out. Oh, he's a vampire now. He'll be fucking fine. He's doing great. Look at him, he's so pale, just like he's supposed to be. I don't think he's a vampire yet. Oh, uh, well, um, There's guys a little more have... to it. Okay, I may have been asleep through the old vampire thing. So what, what happened to you guys? I interview with a vampire in him, so I'm sure he's fine. I was buried.
0: Yeah, I had to dig my way out of some dirt.
1: That seems a bit barbaric, but okay, so...
3: Well, I mean, in a boxes, in a uh, and I <laughs> want to start pulling the boxes open, Tom. So you can tell that this is uh, a maintenance access to to the sewer system and to kind of the drainage systems. But uh, as is often the case with ill, like underused um, spaces, um, it seems to just also have been a couple of places have stowed boxes here. Unfortunately, it's like Dollarama shit. Um, so it's like watering cans and like weird Christmas decorations, but there they don't seem to be... Uh, it's definitely not dirt, and the boxes aren't particularly large.
1: All right, so we can wait. We could bury RV in cheap shit and then have him dig his way out. I don't know. Any thoughts? I, I, I don't th- know. He's I think it's got to be underground. I think it's got to be soil. All right, then we can stay here and wait for it to get less packed. <laughs> I think we have to wait.
0: Maybe there's a flower shop or like a plant shop that has dirt
1: somewhere in here. Which one of us looking the way we look is about to go shopping? Oh, don't worry about that. We'll get the we'll get the bear boys to do it once we get back to the bar. We just, we need access to a
3: phone so I can call them to get a ride. Iris, you, with, if you laid on your charm very hard, you might be able to talk, like, you might be able to full on, like, Paris Hilton on a bad day this or like Lindsay Lohan it where in theory <laughs> if you as a celebrity show up looking like a train wreck I just said, <laughs> Paris Hilton on a bad day yeah Lindsay Lohan <laughs> honestly <laughs> um, but uh, yeah Miles I think it would be safe to assume that you could probably uh, it might show up on the news but you could probably talk your way around this
0: yeah I'll do that
3: All right. So, um, are you going for a phone? Are you going for clothes or are you going for soil?
0: Probably the phone because then the boys can bring us everything we need to get out of here safely.
3: Okay. So, um, you walk into, uh, like a wind mobile. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, 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 like fairly because you guys you had to sleep during the day so it's like probably closing close to closing time um, and when they see you come in there's like a weird mix of like oh no but also can't can we sell her a phone so I don't know about you but every time I've walked into a random mobile place it's like these guys are going to sell me a phone it doesn't really matter I could be on fire and they're like But I mean, you look like you could use a phone (laughs) 500 megabytes of data. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Uh, puts out fires? Huawei.
1: Yeah. Somebody call
4: the fire department and look at all the different calls you could make with these planes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You could call Uh, an ambulance if you had a phone. (laughs) So Iris, uh, what's your strategy walking into this, uh, this mobile store?
0: Um, I will probably be as vague as possible while still like putting the charm on and letting them know who I am and that like I would appreciate your discretion. I've had a very strange day. Everything's fine. All I need to do is make one phone call and I will I will make sure you all get bonuses. Hmm. And good commissions, trust me.
3: My name is Iris Phone, inventor of the phone, and I am here to tell you: um, would you be using uh, composure or manipulation, do you think? Both are kind of funny given the circumstance.
0: Composure.
3: <laughs> okay. So give me um, uh, composure and um, persuasion, please. Just, the visual of this is just so fucking delightfully absurd. It's just like they're just covered in sewage and just being like, come on. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Paris Hilton on a bad day. I was <laughs> in the parent trap in Freaky Friday. Yeah, I'm Poopy Lohan.
0: <laughs> Three successes.
3: All right. So they they kind of look, look at each other with, with, with some degree of um, trepidation. And then uh, finally, um, the, the the lesser of them is like, I I, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Bradford, you're you're the manager, so if if you if you want to do this, I think we should do it. And uh, manager of Wind Mobile in the Montreal Underground, Guy Bradford says, um, uh, "Yep, okay." Uh, and he hands you uh, a phone. Um, Iris, this phone is shit. This is a bad phone, but it is a phone, so it's got that going for it. Um, so are you going to place the call here or are you going to try and take it with you?
0: I'll probably place the call here. <laughs> Iris doesn't
4: know the number.
3: <laughs> or any numbers, I don't think. Um, I guess you probably know Emily's number by heart.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. So you dial Emily? Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, uh, the phone rings, um, like a few times, which makes sense to She's in a hospital. Um, and then, uh, a man picks up shit uh, uh and he says uh hello who is this
0: who the fuck is that uh
3: my name is uh detective perkins um or i'm, I'm sorry uh do you do you know um uh an emily
0: yes that's who i'm calling
3: ah uh, uh Ma'am, this is probably a conversation uh, better had in person, but um, we, uh, we suspect she may be dead. There is a lot of blood uh, here, and uh, she is nowhere to be found. So if you could just uh, come on down to when he gives you like a precinct, he's like, um, we would uh, greatly appreciate your, your assistance in, in tracking her down.
0: Sorry, there's a lot of blood at the hospital.
3: Uh, yes, um, there's, uh, it's, it's uh, l- listen, ma'am, again, we should do this in person, but yes, uh, I'm, I'm afraid there was, um, some kind of, uh, uh, accident or, or fight, um, her, her physician, um, well, it's pretty grisly, so, uh, just come on down to the station, and we'll, we'll walk you through it. <laughs> she killed Dr. Skull! <laughs> Yeah, probably.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to hang up, and then I'm going to walk out with the phone.
3: Uh, Miss, miss. uh, All right, well, and then uh, store manager Guy Bradford says, um, we're just going to call that a sale. And (laughs) um, with that, uh, the store closes on a high note with a sale, and Iris, uh, you return with the phone, To break the news to uh, the team that beloved NPC Dr. Skull is dead and that Emily
2: is missing. This episode of Blood and CERN features the voices of Ryan LaPlante, at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles, at Maggie Myers on Twitter, and Storyteller Tom McGee, at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the dum-dums and Dice logos are done by Decapitated Markers, at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now, by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control in Chiefs by Jazz Art. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also buy merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, and you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, ah, ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice
1: has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time: Christian Menicola, Long Long, the Half Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and noel laplante If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at Patreon.com/Dum. Dumb dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.